It is Monday. It is Monday, September 19th. Hope you have yourself a good start to your cash out Monday. As always, don't forget, subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device. Today's podcast is brought to you by bullpenpicks.com. Sign up today and uh, follow the top pickers right here each and every day at bullpenpicks.com. That would be guys like Magnums, 12 and 3 yesterday. Tip of the hat to Magnums on a uh, on a Sunday baseball. Good job when everybody's uh, concentrating on on ba- on football. There's Magnums and Art 55 just uh, pulling a combined 23 and 7 record. So good job uh, Art 55 Magnums and folks, you want to follow these guys each and every day right here at bullpenpicks.com. Also don't forget the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest is underway. We had two people go 7 and 0 this weekend and you can sign up still. You can play the weekly contest. You won't have a chance for the uh, the year prize, but uh, you can uh, sign up each and every week and try to win a 1-year membership at atsstats.com. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night wherever you are located in the World Wide Web of uh, the Internet. And uh, I'm your host, Ron Raymond. I'm a five-time sports handicapping champion based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. It's a uh, an overcast day, a little bit of rain here today in the nation's capital, and it's about uh, maybe like uh, 14 degrees. So, yeah, a little nippy here in the September 19th in the nation's capital. But uh, you know what? Hopefully it was nice and warm yesterday where you were, and you watched uh, some great, great uh, NFL action. We had... Uh, baseball and before you know it next week and believe it or not preseason hockey coming next week and uh, looking forward to that i'm going to write some articles this week uh leading up to the uh, the, the season but uh, right now i want to wish everybody a good morning in the bullpen that's what we call our chat box so if you go to uh, the youtube channel during uh, monday to friday 10 30 to 11 30 you can see all the ramblers and gamblers they stumble and tumble into the bullpen and uh, right now i want to thank f for uh, showing up and uh how's everyone doing he says gosh i really enjoyed this show very much look forward to the uh the great hosts and the great folks wishing all a very best and uh, we love you f and uh, thank you for coming here each and every day there's isaiah good morning isaiah bo jackson's in the house how you doing there bo isaiah says can't uh, can't stay but good luck to everyone and uh, have a great day isaiah hope you catch the replay brent vienni's in the house good morning brent 
The networks and L's. Good morning. Uh, who's Mizzou? Good morning, bullpen. It's a cash out Monday. It is a cash out Monday, hopefully for you guys. And uh, let me see here who else is in the house. And uh, people can log in each and every day. And uh, this is what we call the bullpen is uh, where people come in and they uh, do this. Uh, hey, roll call, right? A little bit of roll call and uh, say good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And the mission of the show is always like this, right? Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll demand that we have fun here today, Rex, on a uh, cash-out Monday, a manic Monday, because it felt like a manic Sunday. And uh, we're going to get inside the numbers this week. And again, if you go back to the rain report, the uh, thou shall not, the, the Ten Commandments, you know I'm always talking about your handicapping numbers. You're not hiding handicapping teams, right? Yeah, there's two teams on the field, but at the end of the day, it's your number against the bookmaker's number. And uh, we're going to go a little bit inside the numbers today uh, when we get to that segment and if you look at our show uh, schedule today we've got a great show lined up for you guys here today obviously we kick off with the horse racing pick we do a little bit of market watch we tell you what the sbi is up to the bears and bulls report and then i'm going to go inside the numbers of college football and the nfl to see what exactly uh, is coming in? And again, I, I say this about 10,000 times during the year, perception versus reality, right? If you can really distinguish the perception versus reality, it's like the caramel secret, right? Everybody's trying to find it, but the truth always lies in the middle. And we'll talk about that in that segment inside the numbers. We're going to do the VPP, the volume percentage play today in the uh, nine Major League Baseball games. We're going to handicap the uh, the game tonight in Monday Night Football. we got two of them. we got the, the Titans and Bills, but the game I'm going to handicap is the Vikings and Eagles because I do have a premium pick on the uh, game between the Bills and Titans, and uh, we'll get to that later on. Also, who else is coming in there is uh, Daryl Chatham. How you doing there, Daryl? Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Daryl, for uh, tuning in and uh, joining the roll call. It uh, looks like you're a first-time guy we, we see here. So uh, good morning, Daryl, and thank you for uh, coming in. Lori Shoemaker, how you doing there, Lori? Hopefully you're having a good morning. And uh, let me see here. So bounce back time. Hey. You know what? Um, NFL football, it's unpredictable. Right now, if you watch the NFL football on Sunday, and I'll go back to my perception versus reality card, Cincinnati. Oh, boy. Hey, you go to the Super Bowl last year, you're playing the Dallas Cowboys with a backup quarterback, and you poop the bed like that. Not a good way to start the, the season 0-2. And, uh, man, what? Uh, but we'll get into that today. We'll get into all the NFL game. A reaction Monday, right? We're going to talk what we learn on Sunday. And, uh, again, every time you... You guys come here on a, uh, a cash out Monday and if you're cashing out that's the objective right and I'll say this and I know all, all the veteran um, all the veteran bullpenners are going to say yep yeah, he's right hey if you if you think about this when was the last time you cashed out right when was the last time you cashed out of your sports book? And I guarantee you, uh, if we have 100 people in here, 95% of the people have their hands down. Because uh, the one thing, sports betting, let's this just in, it's pretty hard. Right, uh, Harry Carey? Holy cow! Holy cow, it's not an easy thing. Making money in sports betting is uh, is a very, uh, it's 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 a process. It is a process, and we'll get into that. But uh, it is a cash out Monday, and hopefully you guys are cashing out. Cash out 40 thanks to Baltimore crap in the bed, says John Peresco. Yeah, you know what? Well, talk about a meltdown. Um, that that uh, Baltimore-Miami game yesterday. But, you know, I, I said it last week. Remember, Tua to, uh, Tagovailoa 
got a great win percentage. And um, all these Alabama quarterbacks now, you know, you think of uh, Tua, you think of Mac Jones, you got Jalen Hurts tonight. Uh, hey, Nick Saban is doing a good job of, you know, um, molding quarterbacks for the NFL. And, uh, man, when you think of Alabama, I don't know, I never thought of Alabama as QBU, but uh, it's starting to look like QBU right now. And a uh, good weekend of college football. In fact, my only pick this weekend in the um, premium section. And each and every week, you know, guys, I come on here and I preach all the time that you need a different mindset when it comes to your uh, money management. And again, I, uh, the one thing I really take pride in this show is that we emphasize money management. And I'll get to that in the uh, in the uh, the the, uh, the five golden rules of uh, or our fundamentals of sports betting. And you got to have a different two different bank accounts or two different mindsets when you're making your bet. Right? You need a beer and pizza money account. Because at the end of the day, if you're betting every day, just know that you need to hit a high percentage to make money to make a cash out Monday. But if you have a premium, um, uh, not service, but if you have a uh, an investment account, an investment mindset, and you only pick your spots, and I only had one premium pick this week. And you know what? After when you see a weekend like this, when the underdogs really carried the day on Sunday, I felt pretty good knowing that my only premium pick in the NFL is tonight. But on Saturday, I had the Liberty Flames, who could have won outright. Hey, you freeze doing a great job there at Liberty and uh, with the Flames. And uh, what a game that was. Liberty and Wake Forest. Man, the, the Liberty could have came out there with two points. And uh, he, he pulled up Brian Dable there at the end and went for two. Unfortunately, the play, here's the thing. You freeze's two-point play that he called. That that that, uh, that play now is, is too much out there. And when you're running a two-point play and it's like a trick play, and you know when you give it to the tailback, the tailback gives it to the uh, uh, the the slot back, who's what we do. We call it orbit screen. Whenever you get the uh, slot back coming behind the running back, that we call that an orbit screen. And you flip it back to the slot back, and he throws it back to the quarterback. That thing's done to death. Everybody knows that. And you know who started that? Last time I saw, well, when I go back and I think about that, it was Peterson with the Eagles. Remember that uh, in the Super Bowl, I think he ran that? And that's been done to death. You got to be more creative on your two-point plays. But um, we'll get into that later. But Liberty Flames, my only premium pick this weekend. And I was looking at my record. 18 and 7 premium picks last 25 so um yeah really uh, really happy with that and uh, hopefully we uh, uh we get you a nice winner tonight also ross benjamin um you know on the weekend he had his college football plays you can see right here i know he had a, a nice winner there with washington state washington state looked good he had syracuse unfortunately he lost with uh, uh texas el paso and uh, mississippi state a hey, mike leach the pirate but uh, yeah, pretty good weekend overall. Not a great weekend on my members uh, pick, but uh, you know, Liberty is the one I made the money on. But uh, hopefully, you guys made some money this weekend. Had a good time this weekend. I did the um, I did a little television this weekend. I did the, in, in here in Ottawa. We have a uh, we have two university football teams, the Carlton Ravens and the Ottawa Gigi's, and uh, we have our community TV. And I was uh, fortunate enough and uh, happy to do the uh, the game with uh, my good friend Dan Mooney, Dan the Man Mooney, on Rogers Twenty Two tv so i had a blast anytime i do tv it's always a good time and uh seeing some of my old friends at uh at ottawa u and some of the players that i coach playing for the ggs it's always a, it's always a fun time and uh yeah so i had a had a good time ggs won against guelph 46 to 10 and uh they uh yeah they got uh, they got a couple of tough games ahead so i'm looking forward maybe uh doing the last game of the year against western but uh yeah we have panda games coming panda if anybody who knows about panda in canada 
So what we do here in Ottawa, we have the, the, the two university team called the Carlton Ravens and the Ottawa GGs, and uh, they play against each other at TD Place. It holds 24,000, and it's always sold out. It's the biggest event in college, foot, uh, yeah, college football, university football in Canada, and uh, it's always all the students are there, and yeah, that's all I need to say, right? You can just imagine what halftime's about. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a great uh, time. If you get a chance to watch Panda, I know it's going to be on CBC this year, on CBC.com ca or cbc um uh the uh, the television here in canada but if you get a chance to watch panda it's quite the spectacle all right let's uh get on with the show and as we always do we always go to the uh, the five fundamentals of sports betting and let's get to the uh, golden rules and uh, before we get to the golden rules let's talk about uh, you need fundamentals you need rules when you're sports betting and if you're watching this show for the very first time you, you just got to have yourself ask yourself this one question What's my game plan entering when I'm uh, entering the game, right? And the game is sports betting. If you're entering sports betting, the game, what is your game plan? What's your blueprint? And if you follow the RAM report, here's my blueprint. And you know what? Looking at the games yesterday, <laughs> I just like it validates it seven years ago. When I went back to the drawing board and I said, look, th th this parody is really throwing a mess in everything. Parody in sports now is, uh, again, like I say, you're not handicapping teams. You're handicapping the numbers, value, percentage play, performance cycles, player availability, and a disciplined money management system. That, in the nutshell, makes up the RAM report. Throughout the show today, you're going to hear me talk about A, B, and C-type teams in the RAM report. A-type teams are teams with a 60 or higher win percentage. B-type teams are 50 to 59.9. And C-type teams, those are teams below 500. And I'm also going to talk about cycles, teams that are bullish, neutral, and bearish. And, uh, the, you know, when you look at teams, especially in, in high-volume sports, right, baseball, NHL, NBA, you know, these guys are playing anywhere from 80 to 162 games, depending on the sport. You know, I don't follow streaks. I follow cycles. And seven-game cycles – in those sports and then three game cycles in the nfl cfl and college football and then uh, whatever the team is because just like the stock market whatever goes up must come down but you gotta find and, and follow teams when they're in the right cycle right and uh, the 10 commandments of sports betting these are my 10 commandments i avoid betting big money on c-type teams that's teams below 500 i never lay points i never lay points i'll bet the money line or i'll bet the over under no, you don't do that don't you do don't that. do that no, never never i never bet on double headers just one of my golden rules of sports betting in baseball i follow a disciplined money management system here in the rain report i never force a pick because i need action on a no, game you don't do that you don't do that oh no never never why not Against the rule. Against the rule to force a pick. Never chase losing bets on a bad day. And if you had a bad day at one o'clock, I hopefully you didn't go chase those four o'clock in the the uh, the Sunday night game. And people, you know, they had a bad Sunday and they're gonna ch try to chase it on a Monday night. <laughs> you don't do that. No, you don't do that. Don't do that. You're trying to beat the numbers. Now this is the one I said yesterday when I was watching the game. I said, man, this is the one I'm gonna emphasize. Uh, tomorrow on the show you're trying to beat the number you're not trying to you know uh beat the 
the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs against the Chargers, the Cowboys against the Bengals. It's your number against the bookmakers number. And I can't wait to get inside the numbers to show you guys the numbers. And, uh, you know, it's not fantasy leagues, right? When you're in sports betting, you know, uh, I don't care how many uh, touchdown throws that Aaron Rodgers makes or uh, Aaron Jones rushes. It's about the number. You got to beat the number. Never bet against eight type teams who are bullish at home. The 24-hour rule, if you had a great Sunday, why not take Monday night off, right? If you had a great Sunday, you know, enjoy the win. Take the next 24 hours. Get ready for next week. You know, pad that uh, bankroll account. You know, you, you, the thing in sports betting, the books, they want you betting every day. They want you betting props. They want you betting totals. They just want you betting every day. But guess what? <laughs> 90% of bettors lose their shirts. And if you follow the show and you follow the rules, hey, rules are rules, right? Uh, the no, you don't do that. <laughs> never, never. And uh, yeah, follow the rules. And uh, you will have a uh, uh, hopefully a successful bankroll. And the thing is, nobody gets uh, you know if you if you think you're going to be a millionaire by sports betting, uh, there's only a, there, there's only a select few, right? Uh, the Billy Walters of the worlds out there, they're only a select few of those guys um, who can do this consistently uh, and making a living. And the thing is, and I see it all the time, is you know since I've been doing this since '96, and a lot of a lot of uh, people come in thinking that this is going to really pay the rent this is going to make their money uh it's it's a tough tough uh, racket to make money in right and rule number 10 never bet on teams who are in a bearish cycle and as Denis Lemieux would say no you don't do that you don't do that oh no never never why not against the rules you know you're stupid when you do that well i don't know if you're stupid but uh it's against the rules uh, I, I agree with that anyways i always go through that little uh monologue right there because it, it's so important and i know you guys who and you know what i i love doing this because uh anybody who's new and they come in just looking for help right and that's what we're trying to do here we're we're hey we're hopefully we're like the uh the bullpen you come in here and we, we like to close the deal for you in the ninth inning but uh i see you guys are fired up here i have pedro the panda says bo jackson i did my undergrad in political science at carlton oh nice bo jackson hey so you enjoyed a little bit of the, the nation's capital when you did your political science at carlton that's awesome um happy reflection monday all what do you mean happily reflection mark hey what are you reflecting on a, on a bad sunday is uh don't bet on cleveland or baltimore anymore <laughs> i hear you I hear yeah. Hey, yeah, reflection. Hey, I, I, that's a good one. Uh, might have include the Raiders as well. Uh, to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Yeah, absolutely. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. Yeah, you gotta beat the man. And right now, the man is—he's uh, kicking everybody's butt. And the man is the sports book. The, the books had a good Sunday. Let's say let's let's not beat around the bush. Sports book really uh, took it took the, uh, the the sports better right beyond the woodshed and did the old number right. Yeah. Uh, um, remember Foghorn Leghorn there when he used to grab that paddle and whack the dog? That that was the uh, that was the uh, that was uh, the bookmaker with the uh, the betters yesterday. Wee oui, wee oui, says Bo Jackson. Hey, parlez-vous français, Bo Jackson? J'aime ça. Mark Nations, will you travel to see the Braves? Play in the playoffs or uh, just try your best to attend a home game, says uh, F. Yeah, I'm excited to see my Leafs get smacked this season. You know what? Um, we had a little get-together here with family last night and uh, celebrating a birthday party. And uh, we're all Sens fans, except there's a couple of Leaf fans here. Leaf fans, uh, that's, how they, that's how you ruin a good party. Eh? You invite a Leaf fan to your house. 
<laughs> hey, it's all it's all tongue in cheek, right? Don't get out there, don't get all, uh, don't get bent out of shape when I'm teasing the Leafs. It's a it's a Leaf thing, you know what I mean? Like Montreal fans, I can get along with Montreal fans. I grew up a little bit of a Habs fan, but once we got the Ottawa Senators here, I was all in with the Sens. Leaf fans, yeah, those are fighting words here in this house. You, you mentioned the word Leaf fans, that's it. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I think the Ottawa Senators got a great team this year. The Leafs, you know, they took a. They, you can have Matt Murray, and uh, hopefully he stays healthy for you guys. But uh, I think we're going to have a good, good time here today at the uh, Rain Report. All right, let's get to the uh, horse racing uh, industry, and let's uh, go feed some ponies. Yeah, they're going to be off and running today at Parks Racing. And you're going to hear my dog barking here in a few minutes because somebody's coming out the door. But, uh, hey, that's you know, that's uh, part of the course when you do home shows, right? Um, looking at today, you got the, uh, let me see, Parks Racing. The first race is a 12.55 post time. It's a $10,000 claiming race. And it's a six and a half furlongs on the dirt. You got five, two, six today in race number one at Parks. Put the glass down. Put the glass down with uh, MJ Sanchez in the saddle. The number five horse, three to one morning line. You got the big bluff, uh, the number two horse, uh, seven to two morning line. And then you got the uh, number six horse, Decology, with, uh, let me see, nine to two morning line with Decology. And uh, right there, you got five, two, six in race number one today at uh, at Parks Racing, and you got the one horse Drone Swarm, uh, six to one morning line on Drone Swarm. Uh, Haddock's in the saddle here on the uh, on the number one horse. So yeah, good racing today at uh, Parks Racing. And again, if you're gonna play this race, I would take the uh, put that glass down with MJ Sanchez in the saddle. Thirty nine percent in the money, three to one morning line. What you want to do is put ten dollars on the number five horse. Put that glass down. Ten to win, ten to play. So this way, he comes in first. You get paid twice. He comes in second. You get paid once, which is also nice. And uh, hopefully, you guys can make some money today at uh, Parks Racing. All right, uh, let me see here. Somebody's gonna answer that door or what? Hey, just uh, you know what? This is the thing with uh, doing the show. One second, guys. One sec here. Did somebody answer the door? All right, sorry about that. There's somebody who was at the door, so we had to take care of that. All right, let's uh, get on with the uh, next segment here, the Market Watch, the SBI, the Sports Betting Index. And uh, let's take a look at the SBI right now. And, uh, yeah, let's let's do uh, – we'll do Major League Baseball first, and then we'll go right into the NFL. Uh, man, what a weekend for favorites in, in Major League Baseball. You know, um, when everybody's concentrating on college football and Major League Baseball, uh, look at the uh, – <laughs> look, look, uh, look at Major League Baseball. Yeah, NFL and college football. Everybody's focused on that on the weekend, but uh, Major League Baseball favorites. Um, wow, look at that. 31. And uh, let me see here. We got 16. 31 and 16. So if you look at the three day average in Major League Baseball, 66.3%. 33.3 for the underdog so the the favorites had a really big day here in major league baseball and uh, looking at the over under 58.7 percent of the unders have come in 62.9 
in the, the seven day average. So yeah, the unders had a pretty good weekend. In fact, look at that. The last time a game went over for the uh, the overs in it was uh, September 11th, and uh, it was nine and six. But it's been unders. Uh, hey, that's that's uh, under. Uh, if you've been betting unders, you've been doing pretty well. A lot of betters like to bet uh, totals, right? Uh, depending on you know if they're handicapping like some we all got friends right they're unders betters or you got friends who are over betters but uh, yeah if you bet the unders uh you're doing pretty pretty well all right let's take a look at the nfl and then i'll do college football in just a few seconds we still got two more games to go in the national football league but uh, in week number two seven and six for the favorites winning straight up but eight and five against the point spread yesterday and then you got that thursday night game so after week number two and you still got two games pending tonight 57.1 percent of the favorites in week number two on the season 59.8 but if you look at uh, yesterday against the point spread 64.3 percent of the underdogs cashed in and took the money so yeah if you are um as as norm peterson would say it's a dog eat dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Yeah, yeah, you're wearing milk bone underwear. If you did uh, bet the uh, the underdogs yesterday, and uh, man, but you know, it's, remember I, I keep talking about this in the on the show. You're gonna there's gonna be weeks, and this is probably a good uh, this is probably a good thing. Speaking of dogs, right? There's Rusty right on cue. But when you're thinking of of handicapping football, and I say this a lot, there, there's gonna be NFL weeks, college football weeks where you're going to feel very, very uncomfortable making picks because you're going to be focused on uh, players instead of the number. And that's probably the best way to say it. When you're focused on players and you're neglecting the numbers, you're going to get days like that. And this is why sometimes you got to separate your fantasy hat to your uh, accountant hat, or I guess, or uh, so your your handicapping hat, and handicap the numbers with with the players in mind, right? But you, you just got to really handicap those numbers, and uh, we'll take a look more in depth when we get inside the numbers to see what range of the numbers is really uh, cashing in. All right, let's go to college football and see how the uh, how the uh, week number three. Uh, done. I know we're all messed up here, and are we? I'll have to talk to my programmer about that. But uh, this uh, week. Week number three in the college football, that's 0-1-2-3. of the favorites in college football won this week. And you can see 55.9 of the uh, the favorites uh, also covered. So a pretty good week in college football if you bet uh, the college football numbers. But I'll get inside the numbers because there is some dogs uh, making you some money in certain uh, ranges, right? And I'll get to that in just a few minutes. But it was the first time this year that the over uh, really uh, made money for the betters in college football. 56. 7.6% of the games went over this uh, week in college football. So, yeah, 70%, that's very high, right? When you look at the NFL, you know, you look at the NFL overall in the season, 59.8% in college football. Uh, this year in college football, what's the favorite? 79. Wow. That is, uh, that's a high, high number of college. But what are they doing against the point spread? See, this is where you tip your hat to the bookmaker, right? Look at college football. 79.5% of the win straight up, but only cover 52.5% of the time. That is, uh, that, that's pretty amazing right there. You what, 27%? That's uh, that's a big percentage difference right there, right? All right, so there you have it. That is uh, some of the SBI, the Sports Betting Index for Major League uh, Baseball, NFL, college football. Let's take a look at the Bears and Bulls report. And uh, while I do that, I'm just going to say uh, hi to some of the uh, people uh, uh, coming into the bullpen. 
And let me see what they're saying right now. To be the man, I love the 24-hour rule. Those Cleveland fans, though, they were uh, going to celebrate with the Brownie the Elf. Yeah, what a what a weird uh, game that was, right? Hockey can't start soon enough, says Bo. I'm excited to see my Leafs get smacked. <laughs> hey, you know what? Um, you know, the Leafs, they, they still got a core, um, um, you know, veteran players there. You know, you got Austin Matthew, Marner. Like, there's still some good, uh, some good players in Toronto. Hey, but the thing is, Toronto reminds me of the Atlanta Braves back in the was it the 90s? Remember Greg Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz? Great, great regular season team. Get to the playoffs. And uh, I know I use that analogy every year. You're probably hear, tired of hearing me talk about it. But it's, it's just some teams are really good uh, regular season teams. And you get to the playoffs. Apples and oranges, right? Apples and oranges. All right. Uh, let me see here. Um, F says, yeah, C-type teams last year, New York Giants, New York Jets, Jacks, Lions. At what point do we start respecting those teams um, two games into the season? So you're talking about the Giants, new coach, Jets, Saleh. Jacksonville, new coach, Lions, Campbell. Um, you know, when I think of these coaches, you know, obviously uh, the Giants coming from the, the Bills, Brian Dable. Hey, you know what? They're winning games, but the thing that, you know, let's keep in perspective, right? They're winning close games right now. So that's, to me, that's a bit of a good coaching right there. Uh, the Jets, uh, did they beat a bad Cleveland team? That's, uh, you know, out for, uh, uh, for questioning. Jacksonville, you know, when you're getting the first round pick every year and now you bring in a coach with good pedigree in Peterson and, you know, he knows what he's doing. I think Jacksonville, uh, you know, this is like a mulligan year for them, right? They're really not expected to do a lot, but uh, all they do uh, yesterday, and, and I said it, if you re recall last week when I did all the breakdowns, all the NFL games, what did I say about Jacksonville at home? I said, keep in mind now, they beat the Buffalo Bills last year, 9-6, and, you know, when you play at home and, and you're playing in front of your fans, and you got a, a good a good starting quarterback. I won't say great starting quarterback, but a, a really good head coach. Um, yeah, culture changing exactly. Some of these above mentioned type team culture changing, and that, that's just it, right? It's about changing the culture and winning. You got to win, and no matter what you do, you can be a, a you know you can be a, a Nobel Peace Prize winner if you don't win. Who cares? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, great, you know, great guy doesn't win. You know, how many great guys are out there, great girls are out there, but they don't win. You got to win. At the end of the day, when you're in sports betting and you're in sports, it's all about winning. It's all about winning. I want winners. Yeah, I want winners. And uh, <laughs> and you, you got to be able to win, right? You got to be able to win. And I'll show you that. And just, you know what? Let me show you right now. Let me go to my coach's record. And I was looking at that this morning. Let me go right here. And uh, let's take a look at my A-type. Uh, so if you if you watched the show a couple of weeks ago, I did a little uh, segment on coaches and quarterbacks, right? And I call it the dynamic duo. I don't like – I use the, the, the Batman and Robin uh, analogy in basketball. But when it comes to the um, NFL, I call it the, the, the dynamic duo combination, right? I got to keep my Marvel uh, action heroes uh, separate when it comes to sports, right? So uh, when I look at dynamic duos in the NFL, you know, last week, remember I said uh, LaFleur and Rodgers – Probably one of the best one-two punch when it comes to uh, football. And the Bears, you know, the Bears, uh, they, they got the their first win in week one. But there's something about Lambeau. They just uh, they struggle, and uh, Aaron Rodgers still owns them, right? But look at that. So the Packers, LaFleur. Chiefs, Andy Reid, Mahomes. That's a pretty good dynamic duo. Baltimore, hey, Baltimore, I don't know what, the, as uh, Vince Lombardi would have said. What the hell's going on out here? 
<laughs> That's what you probably heard on the sidelines in the fourth quarter by uh, John Harbaugh. Hey, but tip your hat to um, uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, and when, when old Mo. Hey, anybody who's been involved coaching or, or playing in sports, you, you you can feel the momentum when it swings, and it's just a, it's like a tidal wave, and you're trying to stop it, and it just it, it just it mounts and mounts and mounts. And when you got probably one of the best receivers, I was like. I was watching that Ravens game, and I'm like, why aren't they putting the, the you know in cover two, you know, where you got two high free safeties? Why aren't you doubling Tyreek Hill? And and when I saw one play, it was a cover zero, and they're blitzing the, the the free safety was down. I'm like, what are they doing? What are they, you know? Do they want to lose this football game? Are you leaving Tyreek Hill one on one, and you're not giving him the top support, help support? Uh, it's just it, it blew my mind why they would let him, uh, you know free will like that without uh, on top help right no safety help so i thought that was uh, a major major coach and i'm really surprised that john herbaugh uh you know a coach has been in the nfl so long didn't didn't really give his, his cornerback a lot of safety help on uh, tyreek hill belichick mac jones remember i told you guys last week why is new england favorite um and, and the thing is i said i wouldn't touch that game with a 10-foot pole but the thing is and this is where um you know the, just because the game's played on sunday doesn't mean it has to be bet on sunday right there's nothing wrong with just taking the day off observing and you know sometimes i say this all the time sometimes the best bet you make is the one you don't make and that was probably one of the best bets i made on sunday not betting on that game and bill belichick just showed why um he's a very good head coach mac jones hey just uh you know to me he's like the trent dilfer of the baltimore ravens of a, what was it 2000 when they won the super bowl just manage the game just just don't get you know don't don't get too cute don't get too uh crazy and you know, limit your uh, your um your, your turnovers and you know belichick teams you know they don't get a lot of penalties so uh bill belichick average team yeah, let's be honest they're an average team and uh, belichick will uh, will uh, will get those wins buffalo bills tonight against uh the titans dallas cowboys i know i said it last week i had the cowboys last week this was the the cowboys i wanted to show up last week um when they played and they got their uh, their butts handed to them but uh yeah dallas cowboys mike mccarthy even though it wasn't Dak prescott it was cooper rush Got the win, right? So of all those A-type teams, Green Bay, Kansas City, Baltimore, New England, Buffalo, Dallas, um, the, the, with the exception of the Ravens you know, and the Bills playing tonight, this is why I keep track of, of coaches and, and the number, right? You got to look at the number, but uh, at the end of the day, you got to, to me, coaches and quarterbacks play a big role into the, uh, the, the, the coaches create the blueprint of the game. And then the, the the quarterback on offense executed, and you know I know all you defensive guys are out there. Hey, what about defensive player? Can we get any defensive love over here? Absolutely. You know you look at uh, some of the great defense out there. Um, you know the Steelers again. You know the turnovers yesterday, but the defense you can only do so much, right? When you limit the other team, uh, you know it was a 14 points going into the fourth quarter. Defense can only do so much. Offensively, you got to step up your game, right? Step your game up. I, was, I wish I had that uh, that song, but where you got to step your game up. A lot of these uh, defense are doing well, but uh, having a great defense and a mediocre um, offense doesn't get you in the playoffs, right, Jim? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah, that's right. The dynamic doing. I always forgot where they came from. Found myself thinking about it over the weekend, in particular, Commanders Wentz Rivera. Ouch. Yeah. You know what? Carson Wentz. It, it, that game. Um, when there was a couple times they were in the red zone, they they just pooped the bed, right? 
I don't mind Rivera as a head coach. I think he's a, he's a he's a pretty decent head coach. In fact, he's got a win percentage of 51. But let's be honest, um, those Carolina teams um, they were hit and miss some years. But um, he came into a situation in Washington where he's you, know, you guys talk about culture. He's trying to change the culture in there. But you're playing Detroit, right? And to me, I, when I had Washington, I'll take that one on the chin. But uh, I really thought that uh, Washington going into this game had a bit of an advantage um, coaching-wise. And I thought the uh, the game plan for the commanders would have been a little bit better. But it just shows you how hard it is to win in the NFL on the road, right? Um, but, hey, sometimes you just got to say, you know what, read it wrong. I'll take that. I'll take the L. Hey, I don't like taking the L, but I'll take the L on that one. And uh, tip my hat off to uh, Campbell and, uh, and the Lions. You know what? And watching a little bit of hard knocks, how can you not feel for the Lions, right? It, you're run through a wall for Campbell right he just uh, he's a perfect coach for uh, for uh, for Detroit all right uh, let me see here uh, last uh, two hours Minnesota Philly underdog is six to okay let me see Minnesota Philly underdog is six to ATS Andrew Stapleton last eight uh, head-to-head um, okay so six and two last head-to-head all right Andrew isn't Philly the dog in this matchup no, I've got Philly at uh, two as a favorite, says Andrew. James S., that was actually my best bet in New England. And the under, says James S., I'm going to blind bet. The Steelers game's under, and they're not going to do anything. Yeah, I remember Ross Benjamin had a, a really a really wicked stat on the under in the Steelers, like, last 30 games or something like that. I'll, I'll have to look it over during the show. But, yeah, I think you're on to something, James. Steelers under, um, never a bad uh, combination to, uh, to bet. All right, so I want to show you guys that and that was a bit of the uh, the market watch uh the abcs and let's go to the abcs and let's see if we can uh, find some bears and bulls reports these are the abcs of me baby yeah let's go to the market index and let's see hey you know what i see the thing with the nfl and college football it, it could uh, really blindside you right thinking you know there's <laughs> there are other sports going on right you know the, the thing with baseball they must hate the nfl and college football they get all these fans all this media attention and as soon as the nfl comes it's like um oh yeah baseball <laughs> hey hey baseball how many people watch baseball on the weekend I, I still dedicate one of my televisions to baseball even though it's hard on a sunday but uh the blue jays man Romanow, what happened yesterday hey coming into the ninth and we lost that one hey uh bo jackson uh, and you guys know i'm a blue jay fan so i might wear a little bit of a homer hat there or i'm wearing my yankee hat but uh yeah um yeah blue jays i don't know what happened yesterday but you don't see that very often right and i think what happened to Romanow, they've been using them way way too much the last uh maybe 10 days and uh, when you're involved in all these closed games, you, you gotta find you gotta find a way to give Romanow a bit of a, uh, a, a breather, right? Remember, I talk about dead arms all the time. He might be getting a bit of a dead arm syndrome right there. All right, let's go to Major League Baseball, and we're still waiting for that to uh, un- uh, unwind here. And uh, let me see what you guys are saying. Uh, that's where I got it from. Ross is a man I've been following him for three years. Yeah, no, Ross Benjamin is a is a great handicapper. And the thing is, guys, uh, the one thing with handicapping, do we want to be perfect every weekend absolutely and if you if you if you if you watch the show or you you know you you follow our picks and you had a bad weekend trust me we we know we feel it and you know it's not it doesn't go unnoticed and i'm the first one to tell you if i had a bad weekend i'll tell you i had a bad weekend and my college football picks or i had one you know one and one on saturday 
and the NFL was just an awful day for me. I had, yeah, I didn't have a good day. I had Baltimore, you know, that was a bad loss. I had Washington. Those were my two members pick. And then I, I got one pick tonight, but yeah, not a great, great, uh, uh, weekend, especially in baseball. I think I pooped the bed in baseball this week, but it is what it is. Right. And, uh, that's why you need a, um, I say it all the time. You need two types of mindset betting accounts. You need the, um, uh, the, the beer and pizza account, and then you need your premium account and the premium, like the, the, your investment picks. Those are the picks that you really have to feel like oh, I'm all in hundred percent. All I love this pick. And some of the, the, and you know, I listened to a couple of the other podcasts that I listened to. Nobody really loved week two of the NFL numbers. The, 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 the matchups were, were tough the, in the NFL first two weeks. Hey, just this in, it ain't easy. Hey, just this in, it ain't easy. I wish I had uh, a good sound, uh, a sound bite for this, but, uh, man, some, some of these team, uh, like Seattle, Hey, Seattle, how about our offense? When are we going to put it together? <laughs> yeah, I think they left too much points on Monday night, but uh, Seattle was absolutely atrocious on the weekend. All right, uh, let's take a look at the uh, Bears and Bulls report for Major League Baseball. And uh, looking at the A-type teams, Yankees, Houston, and the uh, Dodgers still leading the pack. Hey, there, there's there's the top three teams right now. I don't know who's going to win the World Series. Who's going to win the World Series right now? And... Um, to me, when you get to the playoffs, it's all about pitching. To me, it's all about pitching in the World Series. And the thing I love about sports is the mindset you have in regular season, you cannot bring that mindset to playoff. Once you get to playoff sports, you need a different mindset because this is where um, the teams play differently. And they they play to win, obviously, but they, they um, it's it, the contenders and the pretenders really get uh, sorted out in that uh, respect. All right, uh, John Presco says the line on the Titans games are bookie saying the Bulls are the good or they have no respect for the Titans. The Bills are the good or yeah, that's a, that's a tough line. That that uh, line and I think it's gone up now, isn't it? Eleven or something like that. I know. What, uh, let me see where my uh, my guys are saying here on that line tonight. NFL. Monday Night Football. Yeah, minus 10 for the Bills and minus 3 for the Eagles. Hey, Titans have always had the Bills uh, in tight, tight games, and uh, it goes either way. So this, I think that line's a bit too high. That you know, that line's a bit too high. Now, the B-type teams in baseball, you can see here, look at all the yellow. Now, if you're looking at all the yellow, from a market psychology point of view, this is what you want. And, and, and you're, if you're asking yourself, okay, what's what the yellow what does neutral mean? That means teams are either four and three, three and four in the last seven games. And think about that. I know I come on here and I say neutral and three and four, four and seven, but you really got to go deeper into that and say, okay, what does that really mean? And think about this. When a team is three and four, four and three in their last seven games, that from a market psychology point of view between you and the bookmaker, there's no real advantage. When I look at a team who's on a, uh, let me see who's on a really good uh, winning streak. Yeah, see, there's not a big, big winning streak. The biggest winning streak I see is three, four game winning streak, the New York Mets, right? When you get a team, um, you know, like the Braves, remember when the Braves went on that winning streak and the Yankees in, in the month of, uh, was it uh, June? Like when you get teams going a really big win streak, what do you think market psychology is like? Everybody's on that bandwagon, but what does the bookmaker do? jacks the price up right because it's it's like uh it's like when the new ps5 comes out new place in five or an xbox everybody wants to get it so what is the you know the, the microsoft and everybody does they jack the price up for you to buy it right but then once everybody has it then the price is back to normal that's the same type of mentality i know it's a weird analogy but you guys know what i'm trying to say is that it's all about supply and demand right and right now when the the um 
uh, you know, the teams are on a high, high win streak. The price is going to go up on that streak, and then the bookmakers are going to try to uh, avoid you from betting on those teams because they're going to try to discourage you, right? They're going to try to discourage you with the price. Like when you see sometimes, uh, and this is the worst time to bet baseball if you like favorites because you're going to see these crazy minus 300, minus 420 when Jacob DeGrum. It's just, you know, you, you, missed, it, you missed your plane, right? That, that's a, hey, when you get to the airport and you're, 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 you're late on your flight, that, that's like betting baseball right now. It's um, If you want to bet baseball make money, making money in baseball is at the beginning of the year, in the middle of the season, right? Once you get to um, August, it, then, you know, after the trade deadline, always after the trade deadline, this is where you see the inflation in, in prices when it comes to betting, right? So hopefully, hopefully, I know it's a weird analogy, but hopefully you guys know what I'm trying to say. All right, um, just when you thought, just when you thought the Saints had the Bucks on the ropes, Mark calls up the ball, and uh, it went all downhill from there. Yeah, you know, Jameis Winston. Um, memory had, you know, last year or the year before it was, was turnovers, right? Interceptions, bad interceptions. We all know those quarterbacks. Like if you follow the CFL, Trevor Harris has this this knack of throwing interceptions at the at the wrong time of, of, of a game. Same thing with Jameis Winston. He just has this knack of throwing a bad interception at the wrong time of a game. And and that's you know that follows you. And to me that's all about decision making and trying to force a play. I, I you know I, I know I'm wearing my coach's hat here. I've coached many quarterbacks trying to make something happen, trying to, you know, inject life in the team and trying to make a play. But sometimes, again, you got to, you know, sometimes, you know, the best play you make is one you don't make. And you got to either take a loss, throw it out, or you don't force a play, especially late in, in, the, in, the, in a game where, you know, after that little brawl that, that uh, <laughs> I said, I said, I said, oh, God, what are the Saints doing? The last guy in the NFL you really want to piss off is Tom Brady in the last fourth quarter. Of, of, and look what happened, right? Uh, when Tom gets into that mode and, you know, he, he Tom's Tom. He's he's gonna you know uh, ramp it up a bit. But uh, Mike Evans comes in, sticks up for his teammate, and next thing you know, um, you just you know you, you never you, you don't poke the bear when he's sleeping, right? And last night the or yesterday afternoon, the Saints poked the bear. You poke the bear, the goat, he wakes up, and then you, you get the L. That's what happens. All right. Um, good gosh. First he's over throwing his targets downfield, and then he just threads the needle. Yeah. Hey, it's it's the NFL. Hey, what does uh, Jerry Glanville says all the time? NFL stands for not for long. If you keep making throws like that. Probably end up in the CFL there soon. Winston just sucks as Timmy Two Shoes. No, no, Winston, he's a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback. It's just um, the thing is, not having Sean Payton there, a quarterback whisperer, a quarterback guru to really mold him. And just because Dennis Allen. He's a defensive head coach, right? He's a defensive-minded guy. You need you need an offensive guy working with Jameis to t- let him know, look, in games like this, it's about um, clock management and making sure you don't make those types of throw to, to really pop the, the balloon, right? And that's what happens. You make those throws, the interceptions, you try to force the play, and, and just it, you got to love a player who's trying to make something happen for his team, but he's got to be smart about it. You got to be smart about it. Saints beat themselves. Yeah. And, and normally, and again, the, the reason why I like the Bucks, probably the only thing I got right all weekend on my contest picks, is that without Sean Payton there, it's it's a different, different Saints team, right? Sean Payton, I don't think he, he got enough uh, uh, recognition and credit for the job he did in New Orleans building up that franchise uh what do you think about the twins versus guardians says uh, not perfect yeah we'll get to that there's my good friend bien trabajo gotta take what the defense
defense has given them. Winston tries to hit the home runs every play. Sometimes you strike out. Yeah, that's exactly what I just said. See? You know, trying to force a play. All right, let's get into the um, let's get into the numbers. So I was going to talk about you guys. Um, let's go back to a rule. Uh, one of my rules here. Let's go to um, sports betting. Where's my tools? And again, I know you guys, a lot of guys watching the show here, it's like, when is he going to get to the picks? He always keeps talking about, you know, things that we probably don't care about. But these are things that are important because um, the things that I'm talking about here, I don't think they get talked enough about because when you're handicapping your games, think about these conversations that I'm having with you guys in the bullpen and think about that when you're handicapping your next game. And, and, you know, when you see that, say, New Orleans playing their next opponent, can you trust Jameis Winston? Is it going to be a tight game? And in a tight game, can can he be the guy, not make that mistake, make that throw that you don't want him to make, right? Um, and so inside the numbers today, you're trying to beat the numbers, right? So rule number seven of the Ram Report, you're trying to beat the numbers. And let's go take a look at college football. Now, what I did here, and I have this tool at the website, and if you're a member of ATS, go to your dashboard. And then once you go to your dashboard, let me just show you guys how to get access to this. Go to your dashboard. And once you get to your dashboard, go to ATS standings, and then I got this. You're gonna see this page right here. So, favorites in college football this year, home, um, not home team, but favorites, just straight up. So I'm looking at straight up column, ATS column, and then the over under. 79.3% of the favorites have won straight up, but look at the bookmakers. They 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 know how to um, they know how to wiggle room the uh, the uh, the, book, uh, the the point spread number right one fifteen ninety four and four for fifty three point nine percent so the favorites winning seventy nine point three percent of the games but only covering fifty three point nine this is why I come on the show each and every day and I tell you guys rule what's, what did I say in rule number um, number one or rule number two of the uh, the rain report let me uh, let me go back here. Let me go back to, I think it's rule number two, right? Rule number two, I never lay points. This is the reason why. 79%, 53%. If you want to sweat out those, those, those short-term games, and I'll show you, look at that. Favorites of picking the minus three in college football, they win 58% and they cover 58%. Picking the minus three, but look at this. Three and a half to six and a half. They win 51.7% of their games, but they only cover 41.3%. Seven to nine and a half point. Look at that. Now, now we start seeing the separation, right? Eighty-three percent of their games. So favorites of seven to nine and a half this year in college football. Fifteen and three straight up. Eleven and seven against the point spread. All right, which is it's you know it's not too bad. It's not too bad actually. Um, that's it's twenty-two percent. Still twenty-two percent, right? It's not uh, great. But uh, ten and a half to thirteen and a half. Eighty-two percent. Sixty-two percent. Look at this. 14 to 17 and a half they win 17 and 5 straight up but only cover 45.4 percent of the time and this is why rule number two i don't lay points right you know you're gonna win and think of it think of the mindset of the bookmaker think of the mindset of the better when they see a, a favorite like say in alabama or something or tennessee or uh, ohio state uh, they're 14 to 17 half point favorite yeah they're gonna win the game but are they gonna cover the spread that's the big question, right? And knowing that if you are going to take that favorite of 14 to 17 and a half, you got a 45% chance so far in college football of covering the spread. And if you look at the underdogs, um, look at that 10 and 3, 18 to 20.5. And what you're looking for, if you're looking at the underdog role right here, you're looking for green, right? Where's the range where you're making money? And you can see here, three and a half to six and a half, 58%. In the red, um, seven and a half to nine and a half, you're not making money, 38 
10 to 13 and a half, 34.4, right? So um, home favorites, you can see all the, the green here. That means 60% or higher. But uh, the only place where um, they're not doing well, look at that. Home favorites of three and a half to six and a half. And you know, if I know this, the bookmakers know this, right? And so when the bookmakers make his number and he sees that a favorite at home is three and a half to six and a half, he knows the whole world's probably gonna be on it, right? So 47% covering the spread. In um, all the yellow, this is where you and the bookmaker on on even uh, footing, right? That balance. And if you look at my chart up here, home teams and road teams in college football, the bookmaker in this column, he wants as much yellow as possible. You know what that means? That means he's got 100 people in the room. He's got 50 on one on the favorites, 50 on the underdogs. And, and getting into the yellow is where they make their vigorous, where they make their money. And they're doing a good job. They're doing a good job when it comes to home teams and road teams in the um, against the point spread right now let's take a look at the nfl the national football leagues through uh week one and two with two games remaining uh remaining in tonight and uh, let's take a look so far in the nfl 18 11 and one right we had that tie last week uh 62 of the favorites are winning but look at this 43 percent only covering the spread let me re let me repeat that favorites in the nfl winning 62 percent of the game straight up but only covering 43 percent of their games and uh, when it comes look at the over under 9 and 21 for the favorites to the under and underdogs wow so hey um defense stepping up and you're seeing low scoring games um, by proof of the uh, the number and where exactly are you can you make money uh, in week number one and two in the uh, nfl and let's take we're looking for green right in this column here so obviously if you get green here it's a straight up column it's going to favor the favorites but let's take a look at this column here and let's see where the green is um favorites uh, two and one not a lot of recurrence but look at that favorites in the nfl of three and a half to six and a half eight seven and one straight up five ten and one for 31 percent against the point spread and the thing with betting favorites i know there's a comfort level to it and this is where i talk about this all the time when you are betting into the favorites it's like getting uh you know your ice cream right you feel good about your ice cream but but then you gotta realize um you know, I get my ice cream, but uh, you know what? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get to eat it because 5, 10, and 1 against the point spread. There's a comfort level that hits the dopamines knowing that, okay, I'm getting the favorite, but I got to win and cover the spread. So I got to do two things. What do we call that? We call that a parlay, right? So favorites, 8, 7, and 1 straight up, winning 53.5% uh, of the games, but only covering 31% of the games. But that this is where sometimes, and I say it, you're going to make picks in the NFL and you're gonna have to have that uncomfortable feeling making a pick and it probably goes against all logic right all common sense and you're saying like cincinnati perfect example you know you got the the team that went to the super bowl last week had a tough tough game last week against since uh pittsburgh you know and you're saying okay they're going to dallas dallas doesn't have their quarterback doesn't have prescott what's the perception right what's the exact perception nobody put any faith into uh cooper uh, rush and it's just look what happens right so this is why sometimes and i say you're not really handicapping cincinnati against dallas you're handicapping the number you are handicapping the number and uh, right there five and ten and one against point spread not very good but if you're betting underdogs you're smiling like a butcher's dog look at that um underdogs having a pretty good day 10 5 and 1 to the spread of three and a half to six and a half again when you're betting the dogs you don't have to win the game you just got to cover it right as homer simpson would say to uh, to bart son it's not about winning or losing it's just about covering the spread 
um let me see here so yeah so inside the numbers and uh teach learn repeat teach win repeat yeah the teach win repeat and that's you know what when um when gloria k i don't know did we see gloria this morning i didn't see my good friend gloria k she's a closer eh but yeah i love this model teach win repeat and the thing about you know Go look at Twitter. Go look at all the YouTube channels. You you got 5,000 podcasts right now. All of a sudden, everybody's a sports handicapper, right? You make you make uh, sports betting legal, and all of a sudden, all the all the reporters used to laugh at all the handicappers, all, all trying to be uh, the handicappers now, right? And the thing is, you got to distinguish, you know, who's the handicappers and who are you know just basically reporting games and this is what i take pride in this show is that we teach everybody right sure you know it's like the old fish analogy right you teach them how to fish to eat for a year right but uh for a lifetime but this you, you gotta learn how to win i think that you know uh, i forget what book it was you, you learn how to win you gotta learn how to win you gotta take a day like yesterday if you didn't have a great day okay you didn't have a good day but you know what you did you learned something you learn you know that <laughs> sometimes i always say on this show i don't remember all the wins well i'll guarantee you i'll tell you everyone about those losses because i learned through losses and if you don't learn through your losses then you you'll never you'll never uh, make money in sports betting anyways there's a there's enough of the uh, a old man uh, old man waving his fist at cloud and telling kids to get off his lawn all right coach you should send this 10 commandments to the print shop uh i'd rock it which one's that there coach uh f coach you should send the 10 commandments to the print shop yeah yeah put a little 10 like uh, you're talking about like a uh, a rock concert t-shirt eh? you know when you look at a concert t-shirt they got all the tour dates on the back that's what i should do on the back right put all the uh all the uh, 10 commandments on the back and there she is there's my good friend gloria k put that coffee down Coffee's for closer. Hey, Gloria K. Ron was just asking about you. Yep. Good morning, bullpen. Rise and grind from St. Louis. Whoa, Gloria K. She's in St. Louis. She was in uh, Indianapolis last week, and now she's in St. Louis. Yep. Teach, win, repeat t-shirts, says Gloria K. Yeah, you know what? Uh, This is what the show is about. This show is about um, reviewing and learning from your mistakes. Learning from mistakes and enjoying the wins. But uh, the one thing I love about winning, it validates everything that you believed in, right? It's like coaching football and winning. You know, sometimes in football, when you have a big win or you win the championship, it validates every decision you took throughout that year, right? And I'm sure a lot of coaches are out there and even players, even players, you know, you're making your reads. If you're a quarterback, you know, you go to your progressions, right? You know, you go to your progressions, hey, touchdown, first down, check down. That's one of the things we always say to the quarterback. Hey, when you're making your reads and you're doing your progressions, just think of this touchdown first down check down and if it ain't there run <laughs> just run here there's another t-shirt right touchdown first down check down and that's jameson winston maybe that a little tip for you right there right touchdown check uh, first down check down and uh that's uh that's why you watch the show hey eh, guys hey just uh trying to bring my a game here here each and every day to the rain report teach win and repeat all right let's uh take a look at the vpp the value and percentage play and let's go to MLB, and then I'll do um, the Monday Night Football game. And let's uh, get to uh, the VPP. All right, so this is the value and percentage play. And what I do in this segment is um, it's a process of elimination, right? Anytime I'm handicapping a game, and if I get 15, 16 games or double headers, you got like 17 games. I'm not going through 17 games because um, there's not value in 17 games, right? 
The one thing with the uh, the rain report, value percentage play, performance cycles, player uh, availability, and the disciplined money management uh, system, it's all in one shot. It's all right here. And what I look for, the first thing I look for is A against B type teams, and then the, the C type teams, um, we don't bet on C type teams, right, uh, Denis the goalie? Uh, we don't do that. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh no, never, never. Why not? Against the rules. You know, you're stupid when you do that. Well, I don't know if you're stupid. Uh, it's okay to bet C-type uh, money on C-type teams, like beer and pizza money, but don't. Uh, I wouldn't make it a habit. Don't make a habit on betting on C-type teams uh, because uh, you'll be broke before you know it. All right, so you got Minnesota against Cleveland, and another one of my rules, I don't bet on bearish teams, right? Rule number 10 of the commandments. If you go back here, rule number 10, never bet on teams who are in a bearish cycle. Let them wear it out. So any team that's in red or pink, whatever you guys see right there, as you know, I'm colorblind, so... I know it's pink, but it's supposed to be red. But, um, yeah, I don't bet on C-type teams. Minnesota, Cleveland. And uh, let me see here today. I'll go to my uh, chart. And uh, for the uh, Minnesota, Sunny Gray. Sunny hey, against Cal Quantrill of the uh, Cleveland uh, Hey, Cavaliers pretty soon, right? The uh, Cleveland Guardians. All right, minus 15, 7. What was the total? 7. Wow. That's a uh, that's a very low total. But Quantrill's killing it this year with the Guardians. 12-5, and 3.51 ERA. And Sonny Gray, um, a good ground-out uh, uh, pitcher, right? He's got a good uh, sinker. Uh, 2.83 ERA and 52% uh, chance, 51. Wow, this is a tough one. The only thing with Minnesota, though, not too good on the road, right? Let me go to the Ram report. Let me take a quick look on that game. And uh, how are we doing on time here? Hey, 56 minutes. Man, time flies when you're having fun here. All right, uh, it's just amazing. You know, sometimes I'll look up and I'll look at the, the, the clock and I was like, wow, holy crap, I can't believe it's already there. Um, Minnesota on the road this year. Where's the road record? Where's, there it is. Uh, yeah, 30 and 41. Ouch, not good. Not good. Eh? <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, what the hell is that, Minnesota? Isaiah, oh, he's already gone, but yeah, not a good one. Morning, Chris Arbo. Good morning, uh, Mr. R. Good morning, Mr. R. He says, hey, good morning, Chris. Hope you're having a top of the day. Scott, when doing teasers, if you go through, you'll lose the point. Um, LOL, I was about to say G was in the bird in Cincinnati. Uh, that's a great idea, Bo Jackson. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So, let me see. Sunny Gray, Cleveland, man. Cleveland, Cal Quantrill at home. What's his ERA at home? Let me take a look at the Quantrill's numbers. Um, you know what? Wow, look at that. Cal Quantrill's last loss. The last time Cal Quantrill lost the game was July 5th. Now, because I said that, hey, <laughs> okay, I put the kiss of death right there on him. But uh, yeah, you know what? I like uh, I like Cleveland in this spot. I do like Cleveland. Um, I just can't trust Minnesota on the road. Not that win percentage is awful. Let's take a look at the value. Um, plus 126, we're getting 115. So overvalued Cleveland team, bullish eight days. Um, oh, the record was right there. Well, why did I go to rain report? 30-41 against a 39-32. Now, it's not a dominant home record, you know, and, you know, the winning on the road, you got to win on the road, right? If you're a playoff type team, you got to win your playoff games and you got to win on the road. Cleveland, they have a winning record home and away. Um, 52%. This is a tight one. I'm going to lean with Cleveland. I'm going to leave in Cleveland that one. I do like Cleveland. Seattle against uh, LA. Not a great uh, weekend for Seattle, right? Against the Halo, but I think they got the win yesterday. Didn't they get the win yesterday? I'm not too 100% uh, sure. NFL threw me off yesterday a bit. Seattle minus 135. 
and who is going today for the uh, the Mariners? Logan Gilbert. Yeah, he had a good start last. Remember we talked about Logan Gilbert, um, but uh, last okay against San Diego. But uh, prior to that, Detroit and the uh, White Sox, he had a pretty good um, a pretty good game. He got the win and he went six innings, five innings against San Diego, and for the um, uh, let me see here's Halo. Yeah, so this is the fourth game of the series, right? I wonder how they do on the fourth game of the series. Uh, Jose Suarez. Lefty going for the Halos 47% for wow, look at that. The percentage play, um, you know what? I don't know if I want to trust Seattle on the road right now. I think I'll pass and I don't touch the uh, the Angels because they're a C type team. You got Cubbies and uh, Maryland, two C type teams, so we're not going to touch that. Houston, hey, against Tampa Bay. This, hey, this is a great, great uh, series. This is gonna be a great series. Who do you got uh, pitching here? You got uh, Luis Garcia, the mullet, against Drew Rasmussen. He was a little uh, pissed off last start against Toronto. He didn't want to get pulled, but he got pulled uh, when he played against Toronto. Minus 120, 52.7% chance of winning, 48.3. You know me, I love Tampa Bay, but um, whenever I get used in an underdog role, in fact, let me go to my... Um, let me go to that game, the rain report. I want to see how Houston does as a uh, road underdog this year. Houston as a road dog. And great value. You're getting great value. Just waiting for this uh, Houston game to pop up here. Here we go. So let me see. Chance of winning 48 to 52. Um, eight type teams against. Uh, so Houston on the road against eight B type teams. Eight and four, three, eight and one. On the road, 46 and 28. And as a road underdog. Wow, only nine and nine. Um, 18 times though they've been in road under they've been in road underdogs 18 times 4.6 to 3.8 and as a home favorite yeah uh, Tampa Bay has been good I like uh, you know what man I hate going against Tampa Bay I hate going against the cash man but I, I can't help myself here I think I have to take Houston I think I'm gonna have to go with Houston here uh, wow look at all the numbers coming off a win 30 and 20 so they win 60% of their games coming off a win last 30 days on the road 8 and 2 where um, Tampa Bay at home Wow, 13-2. You know what? When in doubt, get out. Hey, that's the rule. When in doubt, get out. I'm not touching this game. This is like the, the Patriots-Steelers game, right? Uh, and again, sometimes the best bet you make is the one you don't make, right? So I'm gonna I'm not touching this game. Just because that 13-2 record, Tampa Bay at home. That's enough to mess you up. Detroit taking on Baltimore. Minus 200. I'm not laying 200 on the O's. Washington, Atlanta. Hey, I like Atlanta, but I'm not laying 350. Um, Milwaukee Mets. That's a good one right there. Who's pitching for the Mets today? Meet the Mets. Mad Max Scherzer. Yeah, I like my against Corbin Burns. Wow, what's the total in that game? Uh, the total in that game, seven. Hmm. Interesting. Milwaukee, 52%. And uh, 41 and 28. Let me go to my... Uh, let me go to my chart here. Let me go. Let's handicap this game. I think this is going to be a good. Man, we've got some good baseball games today. Hey, Milwaukee. Then you got Tampa Bay, Houston. Then you got uh, Monday Night Football. Hey, we're getting spoiled here on a Monday. We're getting spoiled here by the sports world on a Monday. Max, Mad Maxer. And he's coming back from um, the DL, isn't he? His last start. Uh, nine and four in a year, 2.26 ERA. Yeah, he had an oblique uh, issue. And uh, Mad Max's last uh, start was September 3rd. And he went five innings. Still no decisions, but Mad Max, hey, last time he won was on my birthday, August 17th. So, um, hmm. Uh, August 17th, and then he lost the last next two to the Yankees in Colorado. No decisions against Washington. Let's see, uh, check out Corbin Burns. 10-7, and 2.97 ERA. And uh, let me see, yeah, Corbin has not been, uh, only one win since August 23rd. And then, oh, you know what? Two wins 
since August 2nd. So he hasn't, you know, dead arm syndrome maybe um, at home. 2.8, uh, 3.10 ERA, 2.83 on the road. You know what? I'm going to go with the, the Mets in this one. I, I do like four-game win streak. Give me the New York Mets. Could be a silver bullet. Could be a silver bullet. Yeah, no, it won't be. You know why? It's not 40% percentage play, right? Remember I always say, in order for me to take the underdog, this has to be 40%. Rules are rules, right, Denny? No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no. Right, where's my uh, rules are rules? Where's uh, Joe, no, the cheese. wrong one right there. But yeah, rules are rules. San Francisco, Colorado, C on C type crime. We're not going to touch that. And then Dodgers minus 245. So I think the New York Mets minus 110 is probably in Cleveland. Probably the two games that I'm going to put on the board here today. All right, there you have it. That is the uh, Major League Baseball. Let's get to your Monday Night Football game. We got two of them, but I'm gonna I'm gonna handicap the um, the game between Philadelphia and the um, and the Vikings because the Bills Titan is one of my, uh, my it's my it's my top play of the week in the premium section. Um, I don't want to upset my premium members. Minus uh, minus two and a half here for the Eagles. Forty eight and a half is the total. Looking at the uh, the forecast, I got a 24-21 victory here tonight for the Eagles. And um, looking at uh, the the value index, I had Philly at minus one hundred six, and I had the the Vikings at minus six point seven. Now I went to my uh, ATS calculator and I took out uh, only one game in the system so far this year, but I do have the uh, the Vikings winning by three, and at fifty point nine nine is the total but when i look at the percentage play right here uh what's the percentage play 40 percent. remember i said if you like the underdog um 40 what is uh let me see the line on this game minus three i like the vikings i know the eagles um there, there's a lot of life there in philly but um jalen hurts against kirk cousin on the road and uh there seemed to be new life in minnesota right you do zimmer's gone uh was it o'connell is now for the um uh, O'Connell McConnell or let me see here let me go to you know me and names right I butcher names it's um doing trying to do a better job trying to but again I, I'm not a fantasy guy I, I do numbers but uh, looking at Minnesota um Kevin O'Connell that's it Kevin O'Connell but uh good win last week against uh, Green Bay and this is, is could this be a letdown spot on Monday night highlight game everybody watching um this is gonna be a tough spot but I do have the numbers pointing a lot to uh, where's my uh, where's the game I was handicapping there? Let me go back here. There we go. Let me take a look at some of the numbers. 63.6% chance of winning on the Eagles. So if you like the Eagles, uh, we got them at 63.9% chance of winning. Let's take a look at the history between the Vikings and the Eagles. In the last 10 head-to-head games, Philadelphia 6-4 and four straight up and against the point spread. Minnie doesn't do well in um, the city of brother love. There's no love here. 2-8 and eight straight up, 2-8 and eight against the point spread. They got the Seahawks on decks while uh, Philly at Dallas. So a bit of a look-ahead spot here for the Eagles. And last time these two teams met was uh, 2019, October 13, a 38-20 victory for Minnesota. And the last time they were in Minnesota, uh, sorry, in Philadelphia, it was uh, October 7, 2018. It was a 23-21 victory for Minnesota. So a lot of, you know, a bit of the analytics, the indicators. I call these indicators. They're not picks. They're indicators pointing towards the uh, the Vikings. And uh, Minnesota on the road before non-division game, 7-3 straight up. Uh, against the point spread, sorry. Um, so the last three years before non-division game, seven and three against the number. A lot of look at all a lot of indicators pointing towards the over. Look at that. Anytime, uh, let me see. Do I get a system or team trends? Let me see here. Uh, a lot of yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of indicators point towards the over. Could be a high-scoring affair. Um, Philadelphia at home week two since 1983. Not good. 5-17 and 17 against the number. That is not good. 5-17 and 17 in week two, right? But, you know, these, just an indicator. It's not a pick. It's not, uh, let's not get crazy here. Hey, let's not get crazy here. But I'm, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Minnesota plus, uh, plus three. Um, yeah, if you can get plus three, take it plus two and a half, whatever you guys get. Uh, that's what I would take. I would take Minnesota tonight, uh, against uh, the Eagles plus three. And let's see what happens there. All right. Uh, Corbin's a fade says Brent Vienne noodle arm. Yeah. Noodle arm. Yeah. You know what? A lot of these pitchers, man, they've been going since February, right? You know, warming up, getting ready. And then they're just, you know, going in. It's a long, long season in baseball. I don't know how they do it. I don't know. I, I think of quarterbacks. And quarterbacks, you know, throwing all week. They, some of these quarterbacks get the we call it tennis elbow. You know, if you if you played quarterback the position right, and you say you know some of the quarterbacks are injured and they're not they're not throwing, and you're taking all the throws, all the reps in practice, you, you get like what we call tennis elbow uh, sometimes, right? And uh, I can just imagine, you know, you see a lot of pitchers with Tommy John surgery, a lot of throws go in the arm. But sometimes a lot of these pitchers they they don't throw between starts, right? But uh, I think uh, tonight, if you're going to play this one, I think the the Vikings plus three is, is probably the way to go. All right, uh, let me see here. Uh, Mr. R, what are your thoughts on the Viking Eagles tonight? Yeah, I like Minnesota. New York, Ron Metz, 0-9 at Brewer. Ooh, walking spotted bear says the New York Mets are 0-9. Is that this season or just uh, last nine? Uh, that's, that's, um, that's a little bit concerning. Let me see here. Let me go back to uh, my... Uh, right here actually you know what i'll go my database let me do my database let me go here let me go to a dashboard let me go to my regular database major league baseball uh now that you you, you put that uh, you planted that seed there uh walking spotted bear uh new york mets let me see here on the road on the road or overall uh let me see what did he say met at brewer yeah on the road uh let's go to brew Hey, I love the Brew Cruise jerseys, but uh, can we can we get rid of those uh, those uh, baby blues and get back to the real uh, the real unis now? New York Mets road against Milwaukee last nine. Oh wait, what? Yeah, oh nine. Yeah, yeah. Good uh, good call. How about Mad Max? How about Mad Max? What's his record against uh, the uh, the Brew Crew? Let's go, Max Scherzer. Uh, Max Max against. Uh, let's do this against Milwaukee. Survey says four and six. Not a great look at that. Two, seven, and one. You know what? I was looking at the under too. Um, yeah, but you know what? Four and six. Not a great, great, right? What about at Milwaukee? That was overall, right? Let me do um, on the road. Two and three. Okay. I can live with that. But you know what? Um, yeah. And the reason why I look at that is because sometimes when a team owns you, Joe owns the Chiefs. Owns. Um. <laughs> yeah, when a team owns you, uh, you got to look into that, right? You got to really take that in consideration. But uh, all right, let's get to your fun facts today. In fact, speaking of facts, um, if you go to the website atsstats.com, on the front page now, you know we always have our top twenty-five sports betting options. And if you go in the pull-down menu, you can pull up the sports. This is all free. This is all free. You can see our top. We got you know we uh, in the um, you got the teams, the odds, who they're playing, the cycle they're in. We talk about bearish, bullish, and neutral cycles strength of schedule sos that's what it stands for strength of schedule in the last seven games what's that team's record against a b and c type teams 
the streak they're on, overall record, home away, the daily market value index, what you want to do is take this line, compare it to the bookmaker's line to see if you have any value, and the percentage play. Rule number two of the Rain Report to see if you got any percentage play in your favor. And you can see Calgary didn't do well this weekend. Um, credit BC. Hey, BC Lions, Vernon Adams Jr. did a great job uh, Saturday night against the uh, Calgary Stampede, and I believe that game was in Calgary. So uh, good job for the... Um, of the BC Lions. All right, uh, where was I again? Oh, yeah. If you go to the front page and you want to see the uh, stats and trends, so all you got to do, uh, let's see, if you've got a membership, go here, go to 80% Club, and uh, you go right there, and then you'll um, you'll have this in your head right here. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Yeah, not silly at all there, Alan. And uh, we're talking about the 80% club right now. And uh, let's see some of the stats and trends. And again, trends are your friends, but they don't pay the rent. The Orioles, 10-1 as a 180, 200 home favorite during a night game the last 10 years. The Mariners, 9-1 as a 120, 140 road favorite. Coming off a night game this season. So uh, maybe a good uh, spot here for the uh, the Mariners. The under, 9-1 for the Arizona Dimebacks as an away team. Coming off a five-run loss the last three years. And you know what? That's a mic drop right there. That's a good one. And the under, 9-1 for Arizona. Coming off a five-run loss when they're on the road the last three years. And that is a, a mic drop right there. All right. Hey, that was a uh, quite the show today. That was a, probably a mouthful. Probably a little too long in the tooth there for the uh, inside the numbers. But again, perception versus reality. And learn from week number two in the NFL. And when you're doing your uh, handicapping, always remember, you're not handicapping the teams. You're handicapping the number. And this is why you got to go inside the numbers. And there's nothing wrong with making a pick that makes you feel uncomfortable because that's the name of the game. It's called sports betting. All right, there you have it. That was the show today for a um, Cash Out Monday, September 19th. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed the show, hit that like button. In fact, as uh, don't hit it. Do like Mike Singletary would do. Our formula is this. We go out, we hit people in the mouth. Boom. And that's what you want to do. Hey, tough acting to acting, as John Madden would say. Hey, boom. Tough acting to acting. And punch that uh, punch that like button if you do like the show. And uh, hopefully you guys will be back here on a Ruby Tuesday, September 20th. In the meantime, shop for value, play those percentages. I'll see you back here tomorrow with another Rain Report. Harry Carey, get us out of here. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Wrigley Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man, you gotta be the man. Joe owns the Chiefs. Owns, 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 owns. I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Great cash, homie. Holy cow! It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. What the hell's going on out here? Woo! If you smile! But the rock is cooking. That's the bottom line, Gusto Gold Sepso. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack.
Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Now, if you want to crown them,